Hello and welcome. I am so glad you're here. I'm Beth, a creator-based coach with CMH Coaching for Life. I'm here today to help you and those you love create a life you feel grounded and at home in. Think of a life where you feel peace, love for those around you, and in a flow with just enough challenge to keep you happy and creating something wonderful. Sounds like magic, but it's not. You can create that life every single day. You can have a life full of love, excitement, hope, and creation. Our mission at CMH Coaching is to flood the earth with light through compassion, mindfulness, and hope. And I'm going to ask a favor of you. If you like what you see and hear today, think of someone you know that would enjoy and benefit from this message. Our mission is to flood the world with compassion, mindfulness, and hope. Share this with them. But for now, this is time just for you. So settle into whatever you're doing and enjoy this time with the girls where we create that one awesome, amazing, perfect life every one of us is seeking. Can I address something before we start? Uh, we're we're live streaming. Do you want me to stop? No, no, no. It's something that um, I think everybody needs to know. Oh, um, beautiful. I, okay, wait. Just I have a an announcement. Wait, wait. No, no, no. Oh, we're waiting. Announcement. I announcement. An announcement. Any scouters out there? Announcement. Announcement. Um, a terrible death to die. <laughs> no, no. And I think JC needs to be part of this too. Yes. Hold on. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Ben. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. It's a good day to be born, let me tell you. It is. <laughs> it's been such a fun day. Good. So, I think we're live streaming. Everybody. Welcome 5050 girls. Happy birthday to me. It's been so fun. See my new beautiful on this bright day mug. Oh, another bug like I need a hole in the head. Oh, I love it. Says, on this bright day. I love that. You know why? Cuz that's my word for the year is bright. <gasps> it what is your word it's surge surge is cmh coaching word but oh, my word right is, is yours oh i Bada, see what you Bada. Bada. <laughs> isn't that fun that um, is fun that i got fun. going i was telling jen i got going on my vision page today and i had prayer before i got started just to confirm because i wasn't sitting a hundred percent with surge but i knew surge was right and the lord said um no and I said, um, um what do you mean? What? No. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> right. And he said, that's the word for CMH coaching. Mm-hmm. But you get a different word. But that's what okay. Now I understand. Your word is bright. So that just makes me so happy. I'm like, that's perfect. A whole bright, beautiful year. I'm so excited. He awesome. knew you needed brightness with your surging. <laughs> yes, I need to be bright while I surge. Or let the brightness create the surge or whatever it is like your truth truth and bright yeah well you know what's interesting when I think of surge I think of like an electrical surge and that's bright 
It, it is. is. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Bright. <laughs> really, really bright. So we're going to talk for just a minute. Is it on the, oh, it's on both sides. I didn't yeah, realize both it's on both sides. sides. So compassion, talking about compassion all, my, all month long and bright. They just go together because if I'm not feeling compassionate, there's not any light there. Right. And so for me, the light, the brightness is mm. what really comes of feeling compassionate and really embracing the light that is out there in every human being and in each of us to be able to catch the bright. I love it. Yeah. So on this bright day, we're talking about compassion. Passion. And specifically about how different is not deficient, that different is a really good thing. Like my new brand new different mug, which JC and you'll love this, conveniently hides my Creo brew in the inside because the inside is exactly the same color as Creo. Yes, it's very dark brown. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and the perfectionist in me just really felt wounded getting the inside of my cup, my beautiful white cup, all cruddy looking with Creo. Right. All stained. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's perfect. It's but anyway. Yeah. Different is great. Different mm -hmm. is divine design. We're supposed to be this way. But so often we feel like because we're different, we're not good enough. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I don't have blonde hair. I always wanted blonde hair. And mm -hmm. so I'm not good enough. Um, I'm not skinny. I don't have the right car. I don't know. There's just all these reasons why I'm different. I'm also kind of loud and really energetic, different mm -hmm. from a lot of people who are quiet and subdued. Mm -hmm. And so those are all things that I judged myself when I was a, a little kid. Um, my dad always called me the bull in the China shop. <laughs> you know, just don't let her get close to anything. She'll break it. <laughs> and so it was years and years of thinking different was bad. My mm -hmm. older sister, who was perfect because she was the oldest, right? quiet, subdued, analytical, very, um, just very logical thinking, understanding the rules, just doing things just so it's like as far opposite as I can get mm -hmm. from who I am. Yeah. Years and years of different is wrong. That was the same thing with my older sister and me. My older sister was like, so quiet and we do everything that my parents said. Me, I'm the why girl. I was all over the place. I was energetic. I was running. I was exploring. And I had to laugh because what your dad said, because I can remember being at my grandfather's. <laughs> my grandfather was your curmudgeon, crusty old man. He was just this dirt farmer that had no filter. Oh. And <laughs> so you had to take him with a grain of salt. But so what he would always tell me is like, Jennifer, you're like a fart in a windstorm. <laughs> okay what's that mean that you're there and then you're gone okay you're there and you're gone you're there. Like, what <laughs> so that was that was my introduction to being different oh my gosh yeah oh, oh my gosh <laughs> that is crazy what were your feelings Stacey, when you were young about being different were you different or did you just blend right in Choose the I, girl. I've yeah, I've always been She's always the different. skinny blonde that I always wanted to be. What are we gonna do here? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, no, 
No, that was, okay. that was me as a child. I was not. No. Yeah, yeah. Skinny, skinny. That's no. True. But um, yeah, just as as a child, I think I was different. Like Jen said, I was different because I was surrounded with brothers. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you were fundamentally yeah, different. Yeah, and so I remember thinking like I read the Monday morning inspiration. Thank you for sending that, Beth. I love that. You guys, if you have not signed up for it, you have you to don't need it. to read it. Oh, CMH coaching. Yes. Yeah. So one of the things that I just really thought about is as a young child, I really looked at um, people that I admired. Like I had this one, um, in, in my church, in my church, little kid group, we had a music teacher and she taught us all our songs and stuff like that. And I love to sing. And so I just always loved it, but she had this personality that just was so filled with love and you felt it and Mm -hmm. she was happy and she was energetic. She, yeah, she just, yeah. She just loved you guys. Yeah. And she, she reminds me a lot of you, Beth, just like, just this always upbeat and excited and, you know, just life is wonderful. And and I love that. And I thought, I always thought I want to grow up and be like that. And so I, and then I had a couple of piano teachers, one piano teacher that was very pounded on the piano to keep the time and slapped your fingers. If you did it, hit a wrong note and And then I had another piano teacher that was so loving and so kind that I flourished under her. And again, she just had this bright, cheerful and welcoming personality and big personality. And I think I gravitated towards those people a lot. And I always looked up to them. And so when I read the morning morning inspiration, that's where my thought went was, I don't know as a young child anyway. Now, fast forward to when Jason started, you know, about 10, yeah, 9. Junior high or, yeah, putting, 10, 12, Yeah, 13, yeah. And getting teased for being the fat girl and all that kind of stuff in school. And bullied. Weren't you so and bullied. bullied? Yeah, and yeah. I was pretty bullied when you're, when, yeah, that happens. Yeah. But, but before that where we have lived in the different places, I had some really great examples of who I wanted to emulate and become like. And so I I thought a lot about it. I'm like, well, I think that is really kind of compassionate. You know, when you're looking, because you do look to others to be examples, but I wasn't comparing myself to them. So as a child, I didn't look at them and be like, oh, I really suck because I'm not like that. You know, mm-hmm. you just it was wanted more, to be like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, I really love that. I want to be like that. I want to like help other children feel loved and appreciated. And, but yeah, then when you get, get in, as you go through life and it gets lifey, you start to learn that comparison and it starts mm-hmm. to be brought forward and that's really, that's, that's the hard part when that happens. And I think it's kind of cool to remember if you can go back to a time when you can remember when you weren't comparing yourself to others. 
don't know. Was there a time? I don't know if I can even remember a time when I wasn't comparing. I remember going to kindergarten when I was four and comparing my macaroni dish to somebody else's macaroni dish. Oh my gosh. I think I just came comparing. Comparing. (laughs) Yeah, I think I just did. And it wasn't until I got to be about 15, somewhere around 14 or 15, that I got connected up with this idea that being different was cool. Mm, And then it was, I started to learn a little bit about, well, maybe I was okay, you know, Mm. and started to study and learn some more and came into that self-love compassionate kind of space for myself. Mm. And Mm -hmm. that just completely shifted things for me. I still compare, you know, it comes off my tongue so easily, your blonde hair or, (laughs) or so-and-so's car or whatever, you know, it's just in there, but Now I can, now I can respond with love and say, yeah, I love my red hair and your blonde hair is beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love that. It's amazing. What about you, Jen? What was your path like? (laughs) Um, (laughs) I I love your home. (laughs) (laughs) Does that not say everything? No, I really didn't like start understanding my childhood and all that in certain ways until I really started you know, diving into Brene Brown. And that's, mm-hmm. I just read her book because she yeah. talks about comparison being a cognitive function more so than an emotion. And, and you almost like you have to learn how to compare because you have to learn that you're deficient in something mm-hmm. or that you're lacking something. And, and, and I was like, yeah, you know, <laughs> unfortunately brothers and sisters can be the meanest to each other. And so to believe them when they do it, I know that's the hardest. Yeah. And so I learned, you know, from my family that I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't, you know, meet the mark on certain things and then it just bled into everything else. And, and Brene talks about this whole thing where we're so scared of being different that we, we try to fit in. And so that we'll actually, you know, like, devalue ourselves and hurt ourselves and our self-worth by just trying to fit the mold of everybody else instead of round off all of our corners and fit into that round yeah and so I'm celebrating the uniqueness and everything and 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 I didn't start doing that until like probably in my 20s and 30s starting to understand like hey I'm just me and it's just who it is and if you can't handle it then that's okay you know I'm not for everybody I'm not for everybody. And, uh, and that is something very much I just really embraced. And and the people say that when you get older, like when you get in your fifties, you're just like, I'm done. This <laughs> just me, not know? for everybody. And that's yeah. okay. So, yeah. But no, that's, that's kind of like my experience with that whole, whole thing, but hmm. yeah. That's pretty awesome. Well, I remember when I was in high school, finding this book, we were on vacation and it was in the bookstore or the gift shop at the hotel we were staying. And it was called, I'm okay. You're okay. Oh, I remember that one. Yes. It was a book on transactional analysis, which is modern day parts work. Kind of. I have to tell you, I read that when I was 15 too, but I thought it said, I'm ok, you're (laughs) ok. Because you I had to read it to always, see what "ok" was. I was always, I was always taught that "okay" was spelled "okay," "okay," a y, right? And no, yeah, not and it okay. wasn't. It was just "ok." okay. <laughs> I'm "ok," you're "ok." 
I love that. Well, it really took it. I took it to full heart because it was all the rage. We had a high school teacher that did Wednesday night classes and you could go learn. And it just oh really gosh. pivoted for me. It was like that the beginning amazing. of where I am today when I was about 15. That same year, I also found this book on eating whole foods. Now I was raised on Twinkies and Ding Dongs. Um, my favorite, I think you guys know my favorite sub, my favorite sandwich was bread, butter, and sugar on white bread. Just loved it. So yeah, literally, I mean, I had beautiful parents and they, they knew how to make me happy and they did it. Um, but when I found this book, it had a picture of an apple on the front and it had this revolutionary new way of eating that espoused eating whole foods. Oh, wow. And so I found that at the same time I found transactional analysis and I just never looked back. Been that way ever since. Mm. And my kids will tell you totally weird, right? And really different. But you got to embrace it because we're different by design. That's important. Mm -hmm. But what about when you don't feel like it's okay? How do you deal with that? Mm -hmm. Because I know we can sit here on the podcast and, and sit, tell the world it's all beautiful, but we're human beings. And so... Some days it's not okay. Yeah, it's messy. Some days I wished I could just go out there and eat Twinkies and donuts and drink root beer with the rest of them. <laughs> Some days I do do that. So yeah, and I live vicariously. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> what do you What do you do when when you start feeling not so okay? Mm. Maybe I'm not okay, and you are okay on a particular day. How do well, you work? First of that? all, I think it's okay to acknowledge that it's okay to not be okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's okay to say, you know, today just really sucks and that's okay. Yep. You know? And for it's me, a 50, 50 life. Yeah. For me, cause if not, sometimes I just get more caught up in the, I'm not okay. I should be okay. And and then that just, you know, there you go. Yeah. But, um, I have, I, with me, I have just learned with all the stuff that I have learned that, um, I just have to ask, I have to get curious and just ask myself, what is this about? Where is this coming from? Is this my brain just being a jerk or is there really something going on? You know, because a lot of it, it could just be, this is habit to think this way because this is how you've always thought. Right. Um, this is your status quo, so to speak. And just, you it's know, just neural pathways that it's still traveling down. Yeah. You know, and, old pattern. and I think when you start to get curious and you kind of have that pause to figure it out, that's where your empowerment comes from. Cause then you can really choose. Am I going to try and change this a little bit? Or like I said, am I just going to go out and do root beer and, and Twinkies? Because that's just all that I can do right now. You know, like, yeah, right. that's right. And it's okay. It's okay. As long as you don't, I think, stay in one state that you're trying to discover and change and be better. Yeah. Um, Recognize that change really yeah. is a gift. Yeah. And yeah, it changed and it sent you into the I'm sorry, I missed it. And you do have the power to do so. Mm -hmm. Don't yeah. think of like the wide sweeping change everything. Just think I can change a little something. Yeah. And then build from that. Yeah. The baby steps. Mm -hmm. I love it. What do you do, JC? That I I just like love what Jen just said. It's learning to stop and acknowledge that feeling and acknowledge, you know, oftentimes before I just didn't want to admit to myself 
like, oh no, this is a bad feeling. Sweep it up. That's okay. That's okay. I can rise above it. I don't have to feel it. I can make myself be happy. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And just, I just sweep it under the carpet, ignore it. It'll go away. Or Or you're justified. I have the right to be this mad. I have the right to feel this way. Yeah. 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 That was me last night. But okay. I really am curious. Oh, uh, just a silly thing, you know, and it is guys, it's like from, could be from moment to moment, but mm-hmm. just, yeah, Mark, Mark um, was a dog trainer for, he trained canines for police departments. Um, and he has a lot of hand commands and non-voice kind of things. Mm-hmm. And last last night, yesterday, he was like practicing like these nonverbal kind of command cues with me. And I was like, I had had enough of that. I was like, I am not a dog. Knock it off. I feel like you're treating me like a dog. And I was so angry, right? I got into that like <laughs> indignant, how dare you kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how dare you kind of thing um well for good reason yeah well because yeah. I didn't yeah again good reason right for good reason and yeah you needed to stand up for yourself I did and, and I did voice your, yeah, voice voice your opinion it. yeah, yeah. Um, what would you have done JC if you would have been like or like oh my God. or something what if I would be acting like a dog next time I'm gonna do that I'm gonna do that and I'll go lick his face. Exactly. <laughs> I can only tell you my husband would be very offended. Yes. <laughs> oh, my oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, we get to practice that compassion and then stop, you know, and I had, I honestly, I, I woke up irritated with him still this morning and it didn't, it yeah. didn't sometimes it takes a while to work through it. And so this morning I was just like, I woke up early and I'm like, okay, what, what's going on? That's when I had the time to get curious. What this, what this, what that. And what's my story about this situation that's inflaming it? Yeah. And what can I do in the future? You know what? I'm going to choose to respond. I'm going to choose to forgive him. I'm going to choose this. And also, I'm going to have a conversation that yeah. just, yeah, that just says, hey, you know, <laughs> really, I'm a person. Yeah. I know you thought it was so funny last night. It wasn't so funny. Yeah, it wasn't so funny. Yeah, it actually kind of hurt my feelings. Ah, yeah. And so, that's not the way I want to respond with my partner. Yeah, right, right. Good yeah. for you. So, so did you have the conversation already? No, no, it'll be this evening. Yeah, it'll be this evening. That'll be good. Over yeah. something nice to eat or drink, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 And just, you know, and have it be. And I think when we always, when we turn to our creator, when we turn to God and we ask him to be part of it, that it can, it, it can and will make a huge difference. You know, first, it's I miraculous. Yeah. First, I had to it recognize. I, I want to say magical, but I'm not just so you know. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but it is it is miraculous. When we involve our creator in our relationships, it's so different. Ways mm-hmm. we would have never thought of come to us. 
-hmm. and the way it works out is miraculous. Mm -hmm. Can I, can I ask you something? Mm -hmm. What if it doesn't go your way? This conversation you have with him tonight. It's interesting. I, if it doesn't go the way that I anticipate, it's weird because I don't know how I anticipate all that my, I don't, I'm not looking for a specific result. I think the result that I'm looking for is that he hears and listens. Yeah. And takes it into heart because I know I, I've lived with him for many, many years, (laughs) 30 plus years. Well, and knowing your experiences, he will listen. Yeah. 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 And so I don't, I don't doubt that he'll listen. He may not agree yeah. <laughs> I can say this is just yes. silly and like get over yourself. And no, I didn't treat you like a dog. And yeah. no, I would never do that. But yet here it is. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, we've had conversations similar to this, like when he was a cop and he would start interrogating the children, like <laughs> interrogating the children. They are not. They are not, they're not, they're not criminals. No, they're not criminals. Stop. 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 So, yeah, so I've had experience, but I also know that, you know, um, if he doesn't, if he's not prepared to hear me at this time, I know that Heavenly Father will help me understand that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that he'll give me that peace and be able to say, okay, this is for now, this is what you're going to do. Yeah. And well, I like a good chance that now. you would, yeah, there's a good chance you would see it differently at that point too, when you involve him. Right. Right. I, th- I think my best conversations are kind of like this when I have this time to prepare and to go to Heavenly Father and, and, and then have it go. So, yeah. And sometimes we just agree to disagree. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and yeah. then next time, next time I'll pant and lick him. So, yeah. <laughs> already decided i've already decided because you agreed to disagree so here it is go find a ball put it in your mouth and bring it to him you know (laughs) drop it in his mouth yeah oh my gosh oh my gosh that's fantastic oh my gosh that is passion is key but confidence is key too yeah so confidently compassionate compassionately confident right you need to speak your speak your truth and really yes. share it. but yes. what I have learned is to not be so um committed to the outcome I want yes yes I think that's what I was trying to say yeah yes <laughs> because when, you, when you're open to that it, it's like okay because like it, there could be something else that needs to be discovered or like you said just we disagree to disagree which is totally yeah. fine but, yeah. but if, if you're in it for the process yeah. rather than the outcome, is that what you're thinking? Yeah. Or just be open to whatever happens. Yeah. 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 It makes all the difference. That is awesome. Well, thank you. You guys are brilliant. And thank you for this. That was really fun. Welcome. That was really fun. So tomorrow we have Coach and Clear. And I'm really looking forward to that. It's going to be good. We are going to talk about this acronym STOP from um, the book club reading for this week. And we'll talk about that in Coaching Clear tomorrow. 
And maybe we'll come back and talk about it here next week, but it's worth reading that book. You want to tell us about the book for book club, Jacine? Yeah, it's called, it's not your fault. And it's, it's, it says why childhood trauma shapes you and how to break free. But it's more than that. Like if you don't feel like you had childhood trauma, this is still worth the read because it goes into ways to discover within yourself how to break free of the stories, you know, those, yeah. those stories that are on repeat often. And yeah. And the old patterns, we get stuck in the old patterns. And that first step in the word stop that he gives is to see the pattern. And so training yourself to see an old pattern just all by itself is liberating. You know, if you didn't do anything else, compassionately, of course. Compassionately, yes. Yeah. Yes. Compassionately, of course. Yeah. And then that's Wednesday. So book club, how much longer will we be on the book? Is it through the end of the month? Through the end of the month. Yep. And will we have book club on Wednesday of next week with it being Thanksgiving? No, I think most of the people are, have, have plans. So, okay. So we'll skip next week and then come back the week after Thanksgiving and finish the book. Correct. That sounds great. Yeah. We're not going to have coach training on Thursday either because of the holiday next week. Mm -hmm. So we'll have it this Thursday and we'll continue with Lynn twists, the soul of money. And talking about that feeling of abundance and self-compassion in abundance. And then at the end of, well, right after Thanksgiving, we have another jumpstart. It's like we just had a jumpstart, but here we are with another one. Jen, you want to tell us about the jumpstart? Um, well, if I, if I remember correctly, Beth, correct me if I'm wrong. It's all about the um, EFT, Emotional Freedom Technique Tapping. Mm-hmm. Um, relieve stress and around the holiday season and because we all have to deal with possible family issues or even just shopping and stress and all that and so yeah just getting caught in traffic or you know having something not in stock when you need it for a gift just just general stress tapping for tension and stress relief yeah, or exactly. the first baking Saturday. sugar cookies that just always baking sugar cookies oh my gosh rolling uh, them up and getting them stuck in yes. the cookie cutter not my favorite very stressful um if you really like to dive deep into the um eft the tapping technique it's actually been studied and proven um to help with ptsd Mm -hmm. so it's because it's a somatic release of a trauma of traumas and and that's where they did gary craig did most of his his research was at the veteran centers with trauma And so it kind of really dovetails nicely with our book club book because, um, in fact, I think he does talk a little bit about, about a little bit, the author talks a little bit about some of these somatic releases, EMDR, EFT. So it would be a good skill to learn if you wanted to like help rewrite some of those patterns that you figure out from the, from the book. So, yeah, that's a really good idea to remember that. Yeah. So Things are hopping around here and it's going great. And for now, we're going to sign off, but join us again next week because there will be yet another episode of A Creator-Based Life right here for you on Creator-Based Weekly. So have a great week, y'all. Yes. And I have a song for you guys to listen to. It's Trisha Yearwood's Real Live Woman. So check it out. It's really good. It goes along with being compassionate and accepting you yourself for who you are. 
and it's a great song. So Real Live Woman by Trisha Yearwood. Are we going to put it on or are we going to go look for it? Oh, I, do you want me to put it on? I can put it on. We can listen to a minute of it as we're sending off. Oh, it could be lots of fun. Yes, it would be lots of fun. Trisha yeah. Yearwood, Real Trisha. Live Woman. Yep. Yeah, totally. We need to hear it. All right. So let me bring it up. It may be a new theme song. <laughs> Real live woman with permission to be human and a generous <laughs> dose of compassion in there. Real live woman who is not a dog. Yes. Someone to be respected and taken good care of. Exactly. Hang on. Let me skip this. Hang on. Let me share my sound. Yep. All right. Such a good song. Here she comes. Tell me what I've got to be Don't base my life on a movie screen I don't you know what? Move I think I just turn so off my video and let the holes fall and play through and then I'll stop Don't need to be 19 years old Or starve myself for some weight I'm told Or turn men's heads down that road And I thank God I finally just who I am. I ain't a movie star, may never see the view from where they are. And this old town may be as far as I'm going. What he'll hold tonight in his hands, he swears is so much better than. Anything that this old world can show I'm a real live woman In love with this man I see lying here next to Lost in the way that he's moving This smiled upon and fortune made their common lives a better
us today in a creator-based life. I hope you felt that compassion, mindfulness, and hope you came seeking today. You can find more of it at cmhcoaching.com or on linktree slash cmhcoaching. Of course, any social media outlet, we're there too. Because you felt the benefit and light in this message, please invite those you care deeply about to join us. Help us to create a ripple effect across the globe of compassion, mindfulness, and hope. Then we can create a creator-based life together. Have a great week, y'all. We'll talk to you soon.